It's time for your weekly dose of nostalgia with the 80s and 90s Uncensored. I am Milo Denison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And we're going to do our obligatory Christmas wheel spin. So how this works is we do our wheels of fate plus Christmas. Because we got to have a Christmas episode because everybody's got a Christmas episode, right? It's always a Christmas episode. But our Christmas episodes are fun because we end up talking about like Star Trek or whatever, <laughs> video yeah. games. We're like Christmas, whatever. Let's talk about Star Trek. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes this time. Ready? Okay, we're gonna pick a year. Ready? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Whoa, it's spinning a lot. Oh, it's a big spin. 1999. Cool. 1999. Oh, cool. That's a good year. Okay, yeah. now we're gonna pick our topic. And our topic is oh, oh, ooh, characters or celebrities. Ooh, okay. For 1999. Ooh. Okay. And then we're going to do our segment, which is... Oh, it's spinning. Oh, it's spinning. Wait, this one takes longer. Yeah, I've noticed. Oh, okay. We we get to choose. You choose. Okay. So we get to choose uh, if we want to do a retrospective or a, a case of or a list of four or whatever we want to do there. Okay. And, and it's got to have... like It's got to be a character or a celebrity from 1999. But... <laughs> It's got to have something to do with Christmas. So we got to come up with something. Ready? Going through the tubes of time. We're back. Merry Christmas, everybody. And while we were going through the tubes of time, we we picked up a friend. (laughs) We picked up Brandon from the Namely 90s podcast. Hey, what's up, everyone? Yes, my buddy Brandon. So... Um, I've I've actually um, hung out with Brandon on his podcast, namely '90s. Uh, the oh, yeah. last two years, we've done uh, Chris. He, they, they do Twelve Days of Christmas, where we they explore um, uh, Christmas episodes of of television shows from the '90s. And I've had the honor of joining them, and I'll join them again this year. Um, so, Brandon. Tell us a little bit about the Namely 90s podcast. Um, it's rad. Tell us all about it. Uh, Namely 90s, we're um, two childhood best friends reliving the era that was our childhood. Um, our first season kind of focused on going through each month and year in the 90s, not in chronological order, just whatever met our fancy. And after 120 episodes plus, uh, we switched to our season two format where we go with a deep dive one week and then a variety show the next week and switch back and forth. Um, deep dives ranging from actors, TV shows, movies, anything in pop culture that kind of strikes our fancy and we want to learn more about. And uh, the variety shows also pretty pop culture based. We'll do like maybe a game. Um usually that i make up um we've done like letterbox review guessing games one that i'm really proud of is boot or reboot where i make my co-host andrew who couldn't be here today and sends his apologies to your listeners um i make him guess like uh or not guess would he rather watch the original 90s movie uh or the shoddy reboot like our first one we did was point break andrew has this thing about not liking movies or wanting to watch movies that people say he should watch so this takes a forces a gun to his head and say would you rather watch the original 90s one which might be a little cheesy uh but 
a classic or would you like to see the soulless reboot that has more cleaned up cg and uh just really unknown actors that really are just trying so hard but just doesn't just doesn't translate well and um yeah stuff like that we'll, we'll have fun uh we also have a segment called namely 90s minute which you can watch on youtube uh f- free from our podcast but it's where i try to summarize uh a a tv show or movie in uh a minute or less um usually it's about two minutes and uh yeah that's that's always part of the program but yeah we're just two 90s baby no no we were born in the 80s 80s babies 90s kids uh learning about the 90s together and just it's more just you know a a backdrop for us to hang out every week and have a conversation and invite you to to do it with us or listen to it with us and you are here joining us to talk talk about a 90s icon known to many a child of the 90s and that is steve burns the host of blues clues yeah that's what we decided to do for our christmas special is we're going to talk about steve burns (laughs) blues clues because all of our Christmas specials are weird that way. Yeah. But we came across the 1999 episode, Blue's Big Holiday, where you got to go through Blue's Clues to figure out like what the new patch for their quilt is. That was kind of the episode, if you guys watched it. Did, Brandon, do you remember Blue's Clues? Um, I do. Were you a little baby when you were watching Blue's Clues? Sadly, <laughs> sadly, I was not. I was, uh, let's see, Blue's Clues started in like 96, so I was seven. And I was probably a little too old to be watching Blue's Clues. But you well, know, I was halfway through a military enlistment. <laughs> so, so I was a little we bit We were closer. watching Blue's Clues on the warship. Fair. That's fair. But I do know Blue's Clues because my my son, because I was like, People are like, Blue's Clues is great. You got to watch it with your kid. Your little kid's going to love it. So I watched a lot of Blue's Clues mm-hmm. with my son. They were, Later, it was streaming or whatever, DVDs. I forgot how we, we consumed it, but I, I consumed it later. So I know Blue's Clues. I know Steve Burns. I like Blue's Clues. I think it's cute. I think it's a good kid's show. Did you watch the Christmas episode? I, I did. I, 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 well, I recently did. Um, I was watching it. That's why I know it's the quill in preparation for this figure yeah. out in preparation for this. And I I probably watched it before too, because we probably saw every episode until the new guy came. Cause I didn't like the new guy. Mm-mm. The new guy kind of pissed me off the so-called little brother. Mm-hmm. I didn't like him because Steve was kind of the guy. Um, Steve Burns was the guy. And even his name was Steve on blues clues. And he's this kind of this goofy looking guy. He looks like a grown child. Like he's a grown up, but he looks like a, a kid. I, I It's strange to describe, but he, he looks like a kid. And I think he's a great host. Steve Burns was great. According to Wikipedia, though, he got tired of hosting. It was his idea that he left the show. Like he wanted to shave his head and leave the show and be a serious actor. Yeah, I, I just like... You know, now that he was like suffering from clinical depression while recording the show. And it's like, as an adult, you can kind of see that seeping through with, you know, he's 
talking quietly and like you have to imagine she's on a blue screen and because because his shirt's green so he can't be on a green screen and mm-hmm. uh <laughs> it's just like his eyes have so much sadness that he's alone in this room talking to no one <laughs> <laughs> but like he brought so much joy to so many kids and uh i was just watching it i watched the episode today and i was just thinking to myself i could do this now with all of the with like premiere and uh animator and everything and i could i could whip this up in like 30 minutes but it it was probably like a really tough thing to do back in the 90s without losing your soul <laughs> yeah well see i heard I, I was interested in looking into it more because i heard i didn't know anything this is more all this there's all this hearsay about oh they got rid of him because he was balding or he got he had a heroin overdose or he was killed yeah. in a car accident. Oh, yeah. Um, He was replaced by a lookalike. And then he he went on the Rosie O'Donnell show to say, hey, guys, I'm still alive. And I just decided to go because I guess kids were kind of freaking out because they're like, Steve, he, he took heroin, got into an accident or something. He's balding. And, and he's like, hey, everybody, I'm still alive. He went on talk shows. But I guess he's kind of this skater rocker guy. And he really kind of wanted to be like, hey, I don't want to do the kids thing forever. I, I guess that's what it is. He's a, he, he didn't get kicked. I was convinced that he got kicked out because he was balding. And I was pissed off at nickelodeon for that but i don't J- think that jamie's like balders unite <laughs> yeah dude i'm like i know how that is man <laughs> you know what i'm saying because i i it's really thin up here so i i was i'm really feeling that you know did you guys hear those rumors is that was that a, was, am i the only one who heard those kind of weird all that weird stuff <laughs> it was kind of wasn't true yeah, I mean, I know about it now based on my research today, but I have to be honest, I've never in my life seen an episode of Blue's Clues. Not even the Christmas episode? You were like, nah, <laughs> that I was supposed to it. watch for today? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I should have looked it up. I'm sorry. I'm a bad host. I'm a bad I'm a bad podcaster. It, it was a little painful to watch. Was Just, it? <laughs> without a child present, I, it, I was like, well, huh, this is... Uh... This is, I could watch this at 1.5 speed, like, you know, on a podcast, when you're listening to a podcast, and you're like, mm, maybe I'll just speed it up a little bit to to get to the meaty parts. Yeah. I was like, I could probably watch this episode at double time and still get the gist of it. <laughs> so summarize the episode for me. Is it literally just they're making a quilt or is there more to it than that that I should know about? Oh, it's a holiday variety show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it looked like Jamie wanted to wanted to to give you more but not not really because honestly i couldn't get through it myself (laughs) because here's the thing you're you're right brandon if you don't have a kid with you you start to feel kind of weird like i'm do you know what i mean like maybe you start to feel some clinical depression because you're like I'm watching this and it's cute and it's good. But if you don't have a kid with you, it's really weird. Like, and he's your, he, he starts to become your friend, right? Mm-hmm. Steve Burns starts to become your friend. And you're like, I kind of like Steve and I know he's alone. He's got a little cartoon friend 
He's a got a bunch of, of little cartoon friends. Like he's got the salt and pepper shaker who <laughs> had a yeah. baby and it's a little thing of paprika. And he's got, he always freaked me out that he's got that nightstand that talks to like, him. Yeah, that talks to him. But the nightstand is freaky because the nightstand, it's a living nightstand. And I'm thinking, wow, that's torture. I would think that it will want to be put down because um, you would think it would be like, kill me because it just, sits there all day as it's a nightstand that just is like wow it doesn't even like the legs don't even move it doesn't even have legs that move it's just like stationary it's... but it can open its drawer which is also its face <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. which is where he keeps his handy dandy notebook at least in this episode yeah so it's the same kind of shtick he's got his handy dandy notebook and every episode, they have blues clues where he goes around and he finds some clues to figure out what's going on. And it's it's a good show. It's just I can't watch it by myself. As a well, what was, go- what was going on in the Christmas episode? Like, what was the goal to find the Christmas tree? I got you guys. I got you guys. Uh, so it's Blue's Big Holiday. He starts out by pulling out his holiday quilt, which is a patch quilt that he adds to every year, apparently. And he starts out by showing the first patch, which is him and his grandpa in patch form. And he goes along the quilt and is like, this, these are all the adventures we've had in the last three seasons. Um, and then now Blue wants to add a quilt patch for this year, and she we could figure out what she wants to put on the patch by playing Blue's Clues. And so uh, Blue's Clues uh, always has three clues throughout the episode, uh, and also has Steve going, what do you think this clue is? Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe <laughs> we should make sure we get the other two clues first. Uh, just just like Dora, Dora, when she would say, do you see the thing on the screen? Yeah, good job. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, let's see. He starts out by looking for stuff around the house that Blue marked. And the first clue is uh, a picture of small puppy paw prints, which is not really well explained, by the way. Uh, I was just like, wow, dog prints or fo- <laughs> paw prints. Cool. By, by the way, you're, you're supposed to be able to guess by the end of the episode what, what the answer is as a small child. And I could not uh, figure out what <laughs> it was. You're a adult and like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So then Blue jumps into a snow globe, which apparently is how they get presents in this world. Um this sounds like a fever dream, but it actually happened. Steve then follows her in to the snow globe uh, where he meets a bunch of toys on a train that are like that are also depressed uh, as Steve is the actor, not the character. And um, he, he picks up a bunch of presents for Blue's friends and then they go to their friends after they exit this mad world of snow globe toys and they visit their friend Winona Judd. <laughs> Uh, oh, the actual Winona Judd? The actual Winona Judd and her dog Green. Nice. Uh, g- <laughs> give Green a tower of blocks that can't stay upright. Then they, and she tell, she explains what Christmas is to all the boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Or to you, the friend that is the viewer of the show. Um, and then gives them a Christmas tree patch for the quilt. Then they go to their uh, Jewish friend, Sam, who is not a notable actor in any way. 
and uh her dog no she her cat is named orange and she tells them about hanukkah and blue gives uh orange her present which is a doll with an orange dress on and then they go to their third third house which is uh their friend tyrese as in tyrese gibson uh, oh. is their is their third friend with his pet purple kangaroo <laughs> and uh he tells us a little bit about kwanzaa and gives out oh, uh they also got a, a menorah patch from their friend sam uh and tyrese gives them a kwanzaa patch for the quilt um and rue gets a little denim pouch that he could put on himself to look like an actual kangaroo uh because children i don't know apparently baby joeys don't have pouches or something anyway <laughs> They get their patches, they go back to the house, they give Mailbox a, a present um, that Steve made for it. Oh, uh, oh, it's Mail Time. Mail Time's the other segment from the show. What uh, about the Muslims? Didn't the Muslims they get were, anything? They uh, Nope. They, uh, we, they we didn't did. get the Ra- Chris... Ramadan patch or something? Well, to be fair, that's not a, a solstice holiday. Oh, okay. But at the same time, uh, yeah. Could have could have had more inclusion some... uh, for all the boys and girls out there, but yeah, they get a they get a video postcard from Magenta, who is uh like Blue's sister or cousin or something. It's the pink blue, and uh, that that's an oxymoron. Um, she's sledding down a real life hill, a cartoon dog real life hill, uh, and then. They show the quilt with the final clue, and Blue just wanted a, a the the three clues were the paw prints, a baby rattle, and uh, a baby blanket. So, uh, can you guess what Blue wanted on the patch? He wa- Blue wanted to have a baby. A baby? That's what I'm thinking with, too. With like, Steve, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to have a hybrid. Blue's dog. like Steve, Steve impregnate me. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Let's do it doggy uh, style. She she likes it dirty. Um, no, she her patch that she wanted on there was a patch of a ba- puppy blue, or as they said, baby blue. Oh, and it gave me an aneurysm, and then I woke up five minutes before we started recording. <laughs> wow, I'm so glad we had Brandon on. Yeah, no kidding, Brandon. <laughs> I did it. I watched the whole show. Good job. Thank you, Brandon. You're welcome. Well, I was expecting Jamie to watch the whole show, so I'm very disappointed in you, Jamie. Sorry. But uh, hey, I got that's why I brought Brandon. (laughs) Brandon, (laughs) hook us up, brother. (laughs) To to be fair, so I I didn't thank you for that summary. I didn't mention this at the top uh, when when you mentioned it, Jamie, but Jamie's been on our uh, 12 Days of Christmas specials the last two years. We're going into our fourth year this year. So Andrew and I, at the end of this, we we do 12 episodes uh, from uh, December 21st to the 1st of January. And each day is a new episode with different podcasters on to talk about different 90s holiday themed episodes of television. So at this point, we will have watched 48 episodes of generic 90s holiday episodes. <laughs> so everything, everything, like every little trope I, I, has <laughs> rotted my brain. And I'm able to now just consume the episodes without oh. without dying. Right. <laughs> you're, you're a resident exit of uh, expert of 90s 
TV show Christmas specials. I think that there probably literally isn't anybody else who has seen as many as you. There's there's one podcaster. There's one podcast that literally just does Christmas themed stuff. So we might be on the same level as them for how many TV episodes we've seen. But yeah, we're we can we get a we can have like a PhD in this stuff if that was something that they gave PhDs away for. So going back to Steve Burns, there's a couple of interesting points about him. Mm-hmm. So he he after he left Blues Clues, he actually did his music thing, and he worked with. Do you know the Flaming Lips? Do you guys remember the Flaming oh, Lips? Yeah. Oh yes, I yeah. guess. He he worked with like Steve Steve Drozd from the Flaming Lips and and did a an, an album hmm. and there's the, there's an album one of the songs Mighty Little Man it's used for the opening theme for the series called Young Sheldon did you know that no I saw no. that he and, was in an episode a couple episodes of Young Sheldon on his IMDb profile. Yeah, he was a Star Trek geek. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, yeah, he was a Star Trek geek in Young Sheldon. Um, but I guess a lot of his stuff has been in doing music. So he did a, a second album called Deep Sea Recovery Ep- Ep- Deep Sea Recovery Efforts, and that was released in two thousand nine. So I guess his band is called The Struggle. So it's like what and Steve Burns includes, in the struggle, or the band is just called the struggle. I think it's yeah, Steve Burns and the struggle, and members of the struggle include Drozd, who who was on the who was in the Flaming Lips. Did you know that? I did, did not. not. And then he was in a 2007 horror comedy called Nether Beast Incorporated. It sounds like a porn vampire. Yeah. <laughs> Steve does po- that would be so bad. Don't even say that because it might become a ru- a real rumor. Don't oh, even say it. it. We it started here on our podcast. Mm-hmm. And he speaking of was addicted to heroin, got in a car wreck, and now he does porn. <laughs> no, he, he just got tired of doing he- all the children's stuff. Had to get away. <laughs> and he does porn now. Don't stop it, Milo. That's going to become a real rumor. And then he played an astronaut on. Uh, in Christmas on Mars, which is a science fiction film from the Flaming Lips. So speaking of Christmas, he played an astronaut in a in a Flaming Lips film cool. called Christmas on Mars. So there's a little piece of trivia on what Steve has been up to. Yeah, most of the music then. Yeah, well, because, yeah, you look at his IMDb profile, it's mostly children's stuff. So if he wanted to get away from that, he didn't much. Kind of got typecast. I mean, it's not a surprise that he like got in with indie rockers, the Flaming Lips, because like before he started Blues Clues, he was also like in a bunch of small bands, indie bands, and never bothered to go. Like, I it was just interesting to me when I because I looked him up before back when he got popular. For did you guys see the twentieth anniversary? of blues clues message or 30th or... yeah on twitter was it a twitter video where he's yeah. like hey i know i've been away a while because he he left the show and he's like this is my little brother and, and he's gonna take over bye mm-hmm. and all the kids like people and were their cousin upset. came in yeah it was his little brother uh, I've, in the reboot it's his cousin there's a new oh, there's a continuation a continuation series on paramount plus i think oh 
okay yeah. there's a whole new there's new blues there's new clues. there's See? new blues clues Okay, we don't know about that because we don't know new stuff. But I, I did see his message where he's like, hey, I know I left abruptly, but I think you're awesome or something like that, right? It was very comforting. It was a very nice little stamp on like, hey, it's okay. Steve's okay and everything's going to be okay, right? Yeah, well, that and it was during uh, like the height of the pandemic too because uh, like everyone was going crazy like he was when he was recording Blue's Clues. And uh, <laughs> He's like, now know. you know how I feel, people. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> You're I, at it, home talking to no one. It was <laughs> That's just, what I did for like six years. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it, was a, it was a sweet little message that, um, you know, you, you watch and he does it in his like, low comforting voice from blues clues that's the other thing like blues clues you could put on with your kid because uh he didn't talk loud the music wasn't loud it was just like calm and relaxing and i think the hope was that it would impart that to your children uh, and they'd just be calm and relaxed watching blues clues i don't know if that actually that was actually how it worked but um he did he just talked in this really soft low voice that i really... think that's the reason why adults could tolerate it because mm. so, like a lot of the shows are just in your face loud and lights and, and so yeah they're so annoying but this mm-hmm. one was and it was usually just the guy with his little cartoon characters and it was very chill and it was uh instructive and it was okay um i think that's why adults could actually tolerate this and even kind of like it i kind of liked it when my son watched it it was like this is kind of nice he's learning what chartreuse is and everything's okay is it a color is it a spice (laughs) is it a stripper name (laughs) all of the above a a and c only um i gotta ask do you think uh, fight club theory applies to blues clues oh do do tell what is that so like a lot of people have gone back and applied like you you know the twist on fight club right yeah that he's the same person yeah it was all in his yeah head slash he was doing the other parts people have gone back and applied fight club to like things that don't need to have it applied to like uh the the rugrats one where angelica like all the other babies were in her head um and like they all like some died in utero and some never existed and uh yeah like that's a dark dark one but is steve insane is he talking to himself do these does he actually know winona judd and tyrese gibson are they his friends in real life (laughs) does his dresser Um, actually talk to him and store his notebook for him (laughs) exactly yeah or is that a person that he's tied up and uh (laughs) just living in his house I think so. That sounds totally believable. Oh no, that's or, or, too dark. It's too dark. Or, <laughs> or is or is he on like a, a mushroom trip? Like uh that I could he, believe. That's yeah. what I was thinking when you guys were describing the show to me. I feel like I'm like, you need to like take some mushrooms and watch the show. You'd probably really, really enjoy it. I he think probably himself yeah. into a snow globe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, no, a lot of people probably like weed smokers. They probably dig Blue's Clues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems it seems like a good weed smoking show. Yeah, glacial pace. Yeah, uh, you can interact with it. <laughs> if you get a little paranoid that he's talking to you, you just you just hit pause and and come down. 
Well, since we've taken Blue's Clues into a dark place, maybe we, <laughs> should, we should wrap our show up. Real quickly, Brandon, uh, where can people find out about the Namely 90s if you, uh, before we go? Uh, you can find Namely 90s on Instagram, Blue Sky, and YouTube at Namely 90s with a 90s. And if you want to check out episodes, uh, go to Namely90s.com slash listen, and you can find it on your platform of choice there. There we go. And as always, listeners, you can find us on the 80s and 90s.com, on social media at the 80s and 90s.com. And with that, we will say we are out of here to go check out some Steve Burns and the struggle, see if his music is any good, and to watch some of his porn. Steve Merry doesn't Christmas. do porn. <laughs> he never Christmas. did porn. Don't start that rumor. <laughs> He's susceptible to rumor. Like, don't do it. You could really, <laughs> that could really take off. <laughs> I heard on the 80s and 90s uncensored that Steve Burns did porn. And, you know, those guys know what they're talking about. So it must be true. <laughs> I mean, you got to watch out. Rule 34 of the internet. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's out there.